Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Hey, Tommy, another division championship. That's a good way to start the new year. Happy New Year, pal. Appreciate it, man. That was a uh, hard-fought game and obviously came down to the fourth quarter. Hard-fought season. We've barely been grinding. So we got one game left in Atlanta, but it feels good to win. You know, it's, as we said, I come on the show now too many weeks and you guys know kind of how I feel and how shitty and disgruntled I am. And, and to win the division, um, and I know we're 8-8 eight and eight, and I know we haven't been, you know, like some teams are, you know, 13-3 and three right now, but it feels really good anyway. To, to That's just the way it is. When you when you talk begin the season and you look at your schedule, the first goal is to win the division, and we've done that. You know, we just got to keep it going. So we played a little bit better, and we're going to have to keep playing better if we want to continue on our path toward our next goals. Is this a relief with everything that's gone on this season? Is Is this just, you know, a big weight off your shoulder, the professional – stuff that has gone on, the personal stuff that has gone on, the injuries, um, just coming out of retirement, and now you're a division champion again, and you got a shot for the big game. Yeah, I think that's a it's a good point. And I think, you know, we all are going through stuff. You know, we're people, and we're all going through stuff. And, and obviously, you know, we're all professionals, and we want to show up to work and do our best. And, you know, you when you're a professional, that's what professional means. You know, there's an amateur athlete, which, you know, us in college, and you're not really a pro. You're not getting paid. It's not a job. When you become a professional, you you try to take it to another level. And I've been around got a lot of guys who were great mentors for me that helped me take it to the next level. And you see a lot of guys who aren't professionals. And that's why they don't last because they think that they can cut corners. They think that they can get away with things. And you can't do that when you're a professional. You show up every day with the best possible attitude you can have. You try to compartmentalize things um, and really focus on what your job is. And I think our team, you know, there's a lot of outside noise and I know people, Tom, you should have retired. You should have done this. You should have done that. You know, and that's okay. You know, people can have a lot of, you know, feelings about those or, or opinions and so forth. But I think for me, you know, there's always gratification when you, you know, make this commitment and you have a group of individuals that do the same and you see something pay off. And that's what life's about. A lot of resilience, overcoming um, different obstacles over the course of the year and then ultimately coming together for a common goal. And I think I, that's why I love to, you know, team sports. I always say, do you care about your team and the people on your team and do you care about the mission? And that's what makes a great teammate to me. You know, not do you care about yourself or do you care about your stats or do you care about where they write about you. Do you care about your teammates and do you care about what we're trying to accomplish? And if you do those two things, you know, that's what sports is all about. That's because it's always about something bigger. It's about the community and the fans and what you represent. And it it, it speaks to a lot of different parts about your character. So, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling. We all felt good last night. I woke up this morning, I was a little uh, banged up and sore, but I was still super grateful for uh, the experience and opportunity to go out there and try to do something I love to do and to get a division championship. Now my kids there, my family was there. It was really a very special day. Great way to start the new year. I guess uh, all of your new year's resolutions have come true <laughs> in 2023. You've got them all accomplished so far. So good. <laughs> We've got 500 record and win a division and that's it for, for all of 2023. I don't know. <laughs> got to try to go for something more than that. Let's go, presented by Hertz. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We're brought to you by Hertz, where you can change the scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz, you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com 
to book today. Hertz, let's go. You just mentioned something that I want to follow up on. You said, maybe I should have retired. You should have done this. You should have done that. Did the doubt ever creep in within? Did you question yourself throughout this whole process? Um, I don't do that. And I think that, and I learned this a while ago, you know, um, there's a lot of things that are said outside of, you know, your, your own, what's between your ears. Obviously, what's between your ears and what you tell yourself is the most important thing. And I think people, you know, said earlier this year, you know, oh, you know, he doesn't look like he's having fun and he's, he doesn't want to be out there and he doesn't want to play and he's all that. It's just, that's can't just can't make a layup. Opinion. You can't make a layup. Yeah. So just what, what's between my ears is more important than that. And I think that's a good lesson for everybody. You know, you're always going to face critics. You're going to face people that are, you know, that that have you know their own opinions and the opinion you have of yourself is the one that matters most and i keep this i keep this saying the man in the glass um you know around me all the time and just i read it all the time and, and it's just a good reminder for me about what this is all about looking at the person in the mirror and you know doing your best and it's it, more than that i'm sure it means something more for everyone else but that's what it's meant to me this year for those unfamiliar explain a little bit more of that the man in the glass well, you have to Google it, man. Just it should be pretty easy these days. Just type in the man in the glass, and it's a, it's just a, a great probably um little four paragraph, uh, not necessarily a poem, but it, it just there's a lot of meaning to it. You know, you just in the end, the person looking back at you in the mirror is the one that matters the most. And are you, are you cool with the decisions that person's made? And you know, you strive every day to, you know, do your best. And you know, obviously, I've professionally, I've always tried to do that. And show up every day and put my best foot forward and try to be a good leader and you know you over 23 years have i got it all right no way not even close you know but has the intention been great the intention's been great and i've loved it and you know i'm happy we're in the playoffs and i'm happy we get a chance to compete for a world championship and we got one very important game against atlanta on sunday and uh you know i'm excited that you know to have another chance to go out there and take the field doing something i love to do and we'll see if we can make it as great as a game as we did, you know, uh, yesterday. So you want to play against Atlanta? The game is meaningless. I know you want to finish with a winning record so that you can keep that intact uh, on your resume, uh, winning records throughout your entire career. But the game itself doesn't matter in playoff standings or playoff position. Uh, you're locked in at four. And some would say, time to get healthy. Let's figure out uh, how we can get everybody back and, and not – have any more bumps and bruises but you want to play i think when you say it's meaningless i understand the context but i don't think there's anything's meaningless and every, everything's in preparation for what's ahead you know i think that you could look at it, okay it's not going to matter per standing but it matters because you're a professional it matters because it's a performance it matters because it's your job it matters because it's football season and we're paid to be football players and you know, it's all these decisions. You know, I'm not the head coach, so I don't make those decisions. But and I'll obviously whatever he wants to do, I support it. But you know, I love going out there and playing. I love trying to get better. You know, we're eight and eight. We don't have all our our problems solved. I mean, I I look at it like, man, we could use every opportunity, every day of practice to you know get better, and that's what we're here for to make improvements. And you know, we we made some improvements yesterday. We did some things yesterday that we haven't done in a while. So we gotta we gotta keep building on that. Was that a polite way of admonishing me? 
No, I was just simply stating my own personal opinion and uh, meaningless for some people is, you know, not meaningless for me, but no, you're, you're very, uh, I would, I would, I would, it would be more vehement if I was to admonish you I wouldn't do it so subtly. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. Tom, you talk about resilience, and your team has come from behind so many times this year. You were down 11 points in the fourth quarter. You were down 14 to nothing. Um, things don't look good. Team hasn't played well. It's disjointed, and you're going up against a six and nine team. Not to be disrespectful of them, but you know, that's not what you would expect uh, in that circumstance at home. How do you keep finding that internal equilibrium and drive, uh, knowing that we're never too far behind? It's never any time to panic. Uh, can you give us some insight um, as to what actually goes on? Yeah, I think a panic is 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 a word, obviously, and I think people could feel panic because they're not in control. And I think there's part of it that you feel um, you feel like, look, the game's decided after four quarters, not after two. I, I think the best part is getting ahead of teams, and you know, I want to getting ahead of teams, staying ahead is very important. But at the same time, the game's not over till you know it's over, which is a, a four quarter game. It's you don't stop a basketball game at halftime and go, all right, well, who's the winner now? You don't stop a fight in the sixth round and go, all right, well, who's the winner now? No, if it says it's 12 rounds, it's 12 rounds. That's how long you fight. In a football game, there's four quarters. So I wish we played in the first 55 minutes like we're capable of, and like we like we do in the last five minutes. And I think there's an urgency to our team um, when we are in those situations. And I think we have a lot of belief that we can come back. But at the same time, we know going forward, the teams that we're going to face are going to challenge us much more than – a team that's not in the playoffs. The teams that make the playoffs are the good ones, are the teams that have consistently played well throughout the year. The thing about the NFL, anybody could play good in a given week. And sometimes you got to just acknowledge that. You know, you look at Carolina, they had won four of their last five. They were actually a really, uh, their team was playing really well. They crushed the Lions the week before. They ran for almost 300 yards. So there was a big task. Every week there's a big task. Every week you can get beat, especially this, just look in this, how crazy this year has been. But, the teams that play consistently well over time, those are the teams with the great records. And they've earned that. They've earned that through a lot of quality play. They've learned that they've earned that through making really clutch plays at big moments. And our team is certainly capable of do doing that. We just haven't done that to a better record. So as we go forward, even in this week, there's a lot of urgency. There's no time to let off the gas. I almost feel like it's a relief that Thanksgiving's over, Christmas is over, New Year's is over. You know, all the gift stuff's out of the way. You know, man, now we're just down to like, all right, this is this is when football really matters. January, let's see what we're all about. Let's see how much progress we made. Let's see who the primetime players are, the people who can really rise to the occasion when it matters the most. And that's what we're that's what we're gonna see here shortly. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by American Express. It's so easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle. Well, Tommy, maybe not always hearing the sound of that whistle. But we get the idea. You smell the game day concessions all the way from your seat. Reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex will be there every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express, don't live life without it.
Tom, it's your 19th division title, 20th trip to the playoffs. It's pretty amazing, you know, and I, I think that, you know, playoff football obviously is so, um, it's so important to all of us because we work so hard to get there. So it's pretty amazing that 14 straight trips to the playoffs, um, I couldn't be prouder of what we've accomplished. Perhaps one day you'll be able to sit back and uh, tell your grandchildren of this uh, epic, <laughs> of this epic career that you've had. <laughs> One day, one day when I do have grandkids, hopefully that's a long time from now. But yeah, maybe I'll just actually, uh, maybe I'll face one of them at some point in the playoffs. That, that's possible too. <laughs> LeBron's goal has been, he said he wants to play in the league with Bronny. You're now setting it out there a little bit further, huh? We'll see. As my friend says, the future happens a day at a time. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm locked in. It's playoff time. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Hey, um, Mike Evans. Boy, that came to life yesterday, that connection. Uh, it had been since week four since he had a touchdown. And then yesterday, boy, did you and he go off. 207 yards for him, 10 receptions. He caught all three of your touchdown passes. Uh, that must have been fun to have that connection come to fruition. I know you've done it a lot in practice, but there's a there'd been a large gap here. Yeah, it hasn't been as good as it was the last couple of years. And I, I missed Mike a few times. Um, we had a few where we were very close, so it feels good to connect. I'm loved, glad we were connecting through the air all day. A little different than Southwest Airlines lately, but we've actually <laughs> been hitting pretty good. And you, you should know, I know you're a frequent Southwest flyer, aren't you? <laughs> we are, just like you. Agent class, boarding class B. You know, I, I, Mike said I put it in his bread basket. That's what I'm always trying to do, except I don't like eat a lot of bread. He knows that, so... <laughs> I prefer different references, Mike, moving forward. And the fact uh, that I've actually thrown for three touchdowns a day this year is pretty good. I know it's uh, – I got to keep that pace up too. You're on fire, Tom. Wow. It's great when you're this happy. We haven't seen this side in a while. We haven't won like this in a while. So this is this is happy Tom. This is what, it, this is what we get. There you go. Our program. Let's go. Jim Gray and Tom Brady is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. The jokes continue when we return right here on Let's Go. Stay with us on Sirius XM. Negro Leagues Baseball Museum President Bob Kendrick hosts the SiriusXM original podcast, Black Diamonds. The Negro Leagues didn't care what color you were, and they didn't care what gender you were. Can you play? Hear stories of the leagues and legends that shape sport, culture, and society. That's why the museum is so important. It's like, we are never going to forget you. Episodes of the award-winning Black Diamonds are now available wherever you get your podcasts. We're not talking about balls and strikes. We're talking about your life. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Now through January 6th, shop the big bridal sale at K and save on engagement, wedding, and anniversary rings. Exclusions do apply. Visit K.com or your local K store for details and celebrate every kiss with K. Tommy, uh, your team got kissed by TCU, and it wasn't pretty. Michigan's mm. out. Yeah. What a game. What a game. What a game. I'm proud of the way they played. It was unbelievable. I just, 
I don't know how the hell a Wolverine loses to a horned frog. It's like violates every law of nature there is. Wolverine is pound for pound the toughest animal in the animal kingdom. So, you know, losing to a horned frog isn't it's like a horned frog is isn't that what Aaron Rodgers licked down in Peru last summer? <laughs> What are we doing? Not sure exactly what he licked, but it looks like he's going to find himself back in the playoffs. How about those Packers if they win? Know, they're, <laughs> they're playing pretty good. They're playing pretty good. They they be, they got us this year, and uh, they're playing pretty good. So I, I, you know, I just for the record, Aaron knows how I feel about him. I love him. And by the way, he's my golf partner, and we'll be in the next in this next summer in the match again. So we got another one coming up where he sunk a 15 foot birdie putt to win it at the end against Josh Allen and young Patrick Mahomes. Uh, maybe he'll bring some of those horned frogs to lick once again. Maybe maybe that'll that'll be the trick this time. I think I need to lick a horned frog. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Tom, uh, since we're on this roll here, Bill Belichick, your former coach, he's got a chance to get into the playoffs with the uh, with the Patriots as well. Uh, let's listen to uh, what he had to say this morning about 80 for Brady, your movie that's coming out uh, on WEEI on the Greg Hill Show. Uh I'm concerned. Yeah. I'll, oh no. I'll just I'll leave that to Tom. I'm not going to get involved in any anything that he does. Uh, I think that's whatever comments there are to be made. They should be made by by him, not by somebody else. Okay. But thanks for asking. <laughs> I could see <laughs> De Niro playing. Oh, Bill. no, 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 no. Good... Bill would play himself. All oh, those guys, okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel I I I, I feel like that. Right. I feel like you should be in the film, Bill. I'm just that's just me. My own personal opinion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it sounds it sound like it's the, a dry sense of humor. It's a dry sense of humor. Sounds like he didn't get the casting call. Was that a was that just an oversight? Should there have been a role for Coach Coach Belichick in the film? <laughs> All right, there you have it. Okie doke. Well, eighty for Brady. Debuts February 3rd in a theater near you. That's the best promo we could have ever possibly had for that film right there, Tom. Uh, but I want to go back to the ball game yesterday. Uh, okay. Those special teams were, uh, let's call it like we see it, atrocious. Missed field goals, blocked field goals, missed extra points. But then Jake Camarda. Yeah. He saved the day. What an athletic play. Bad snap. He picks it up. That could have really gone south in a hurry and, and could have undermined the whole the whole season. That could have, and Jake made a great play to, to catch it and to get the get it off. He ran to the sideline, kicked with running left, kicked with his right foot, and would have been a great kick. Obviously, we had men down few at that point. But saved the day, no doubt. Um, but yeah, we've I was sitting on the sideline and I saw the ball skip. There was a wall of bodies in front of me, and I just kind of put my head down and closed my eyes and looked up and saw him kick it. So I was probably like a lot of the fans on TV. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and happy Jake made probably the play of the season for us, which we needed at that point. It's amazing. You know, you just you think of those guys as afterthoughts, but uh, Ryan Suckup uh, made a lot of big kicks in his career, obviously, Vinatieri in your career, uh, amongst other guys uh, who've, who've just done a terrific job. Uh, but boy, when they miss, it's it sure stands out. But when you make a great play like that, you, you usually don't expect it from from a kicker, do you? Not from the punter. You see a lot of game-winning kicks. Justin Tucker, Adam Vinatieri, 
you know, those guys are on Sports Center all the time for game winning kicks. But the punter, you never see that. And the fact that, you know, Jake made that play, that's all that, you know, people want to talk about, which that's what I want to talk about too, because it was an amazing play. And I'm so happy he pulled that one off for us. Jim Gray and Tom Brady, our program is brought to you by Morton's, tender and flavorful in every bite. Morton's, the steakhouse, has mastered the art of perfectly cooked USDA prime steak. Visit mortons.com to reserve at any of the more than 65 worldwide locations. There's a table waiting for you. Mortons.com. Speaking of rescuing the day, how about uh, how about the guy who sits in the quarterback room with you? Uh, Blaine Gabbert and yeah. what happened a few days ago with the helicopter crash out in the bay, uh, saving those four lives, uh, his quick reaction, heroic. Yeah, and, and amazing. And I th- I think that the we we all joked with him a l- little bit because the next day we woke up and we all came in and everyone said, God, did you hear what Blaine did? And we were kind of, you know, joking with them. And the reality is I was sitting there last night after the game going, what an unbelievable thing, you know, like literally on a jet ski, Thing goes down, and there he is, you know, you know, four people jumping on the back of his jet ski. I mean, really amazing. Um, you know, he's not trained for that. You know, there's no training for that. You know, there are for the paramedics and the, the um, you know, our great police departments and fire departments and people who go out there every day running into problems like that. But Blaine did it too. So, I mean, shit, when you look at winning a division championship versus what Blaine did, what Blaine did was remarkable and his brother and – uh you know, just puts a lot of perspective on a lot of things when, you know, you celebrate New Year's. Yeah, well, you know, some people almost didn't make it. You know, we shouldn't – let's not take things for granted. Let's enjoy what we got. And I'm just – you know, I love Blaine for a lot of reasons. That's a just – it's another one why. Tom, and it's really something – you put yourself in peril. You know, these things don't always go well. Uh, yeah. I remember many, many years ago, 40-something years ago, Joe Delaney, terrific running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. He lost his life trying to save somebody who was drowning in a pond. What what Gabbert did isn't without consequence and possibly his own personal peril. Yeah, and you know what? I, it was interesting. I got in a car accident in 2009 and um and I was I got hit. It was right it was the week of the of the start of the season and um a car hit me from the side. It was it was crazy experience and I, I was going pr- just crossing an intersection real close to my house and i was in such shock you know and anyone's been in those situations i think from the outside in you know you always go oh, that'd be really easy decision well not when you're in the middle of it when you're in the middle of it, it's hard to figure out oh man what do i do you know blaine was so composed knew exactly what to do called 911 got went over there and and uh you know like he always on the football field he's always in control and he was in that situation too so just proud of him proud of you know, all the people who do, who do these things every day. It's amazing that we're blessed in this country with, you know, uh, uh, you know, first responders to very tragic events. So very, very lucky. Thomas, it's been pointed out uh, you're 45 years old. Uh, now you have spent uh, 22 <laughs> years, Am eight I? months, God. and 17 days in the National Football League. That adds up to more than half your life. Um. <laughs> I'm not sure what the question is, but uh, what's the response to having done this for more than half of your life uh, and, and, and you're still trying to improve? I think it's, it's finally time for me to have a midlife crisis. So here we go, purple Lamborghini. What do you think about that? 
No, I think, you know, spending my entire life in a job where people are trying to hit me has not been the best thing for my health. And not only that, they're incentivized to hit me. So, uh, you know, that's, I've loved it. I've loved, you know, not every second of it, but 51% of it at least. And uh, still, you know, love taking on field and throwing the ball with my teammates. Not in a CTE or concussion circumstance, but if you had your head examined, because I just listened <laughs> to that equation, you have elected, you have elected to enter into something for more than half of your life where the people are being paid to hit you. Oh, that's no. quite a line right there. But not boy, only that, that sums it all up. Get not some help. That. I know I am. And the greatest athletes in the world trying to hit me, Aaron Donald, who's like, you know, a freak, and Dominican Sue, who was my teammate at he cried Jason Taylor. I mean, I think all the Dwight Freeney, all these amazing guys I put Ray Lewis. I mean, these guys are the biggest, strongest fast. Here I was, some skinny, weak, you know, kid from San Mateo that found a way. And uh, you know, here I am. I'm just I I said it after the game. I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I really do. And um, you know, it's just it's been amazing to play and amazing to make the playoffs and amazing to come to Tampa and have this experience with my teammates here. Love this organization and ownership and at the Patriots my time there was incredible I know we joke with coach Belichick earlier but an amazing coach an amazing group of teammates so a uh, great time to reflect always on New Year's you know New Year's always a good time to look back on some things I wonder how you do it because uh we talk about it a lot and you wrote the book and and I will plug the book again because it, it is it it's fantastic the TV 12 method came out several years ago but there were 64 different starting quarterbacks in the National Football League this year. Yet you started every game at 45 years of age. It's an amazing accomplishment. And I know that you will say that it's uh, because of that method and Alex Guerrero and, 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 and your training. That it will. <laughs> but to actually survive this process takes what? Consistent discipline. And... Uh... I think the thing for anyone who's aspiring to do great things in your life, you're going to have to commit. You know, you can't be half out, you know, half in, half out. And I think for me, it's preparation, the physical, mental, emotional preparation for an athlete is, um, you know, for me, it's been really important in my life because I think one of my, one of the things I always try to do is do my, you know, I, I never have any regrets that I could have, should have done better. And, um, I was a kid that wasn't supposed to make it this far. I wasn't a kid that's supposed to play 23 years. I really wasn't. I was very lucky to have the right people come to my life at the right time, taught me how to throw and encouraged me to do it. And obviously getting to the pros and being coached by the amazing coaches. I would go into that situation at the Patriots and then meeting Alex and his commitment to me. And then, you know, just beyond that, you know, having this part of me that's really consistently disciplined with choices that I make and they all add up. And I say this to a lot of people because a lot of people think, man, you know, Tom, you, you, you know, you must not have any fun or you must not, you know, ever sacrifice or give it. Yeah, I'd certainly do all those things. You know, I just do them in an appropriate amount and not too much. And during the football season, I'm pretty disciplined just because the team's paying me to perform well. And I take a lot of pride in that. I don't want to let the owners down. They, I don't want to let my teammates down. I don't want to let the fans down. They're coming to watch me play. So I want to give everything I can and be the best I can be for them. So um, it's not what, you know, I think a lot of quarterbacks, I look around and I go, yeah, you know, may, maybe you could be that disciplined for a year, maybe three years, maybe five years. Maybe you can be disciplined for eight weeks or six weeks. I've had teammates like that. Man, they're really good for half a season. And the rest of the half season, too many other things get in the way of the performance. 
And you look around, you see these other athletes and the people that really inspire me. I look at Cristiano Ronaldo and, and Leo Messi, and I look at uh, Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal, and I look at Serena Williams, and I look at um, you know other great pro athletes in football that have played long periods of time. And I go, God, I can go. I know, I know what that. I know what that takes. You know, I know what that's like, and I have a lot of respect for that. And that's because I place some value in that. Obviously, when did that um, hit you? When did you recognize that that had to be the case? I think when I was 25, you know, I couldn't throw the ball without my elbow hurting. It would hurt every day, every day. I would, and I, what what was I doing? I was just doing the wrong things. I was trying to rehab it by putting ice on it, and by you know, making my forearm tighter. And you know, I do believe that in my next chapter of life, I'll have a great opportunity to reach a lot of people with how to, you know, how to take care of themselves in the best possible way. I really do. I'll have more time and energy for it. So much of my time's been committed to you know, being a professional quarterback. But beyond that, what have I learned? I've taken away a lot of things from the game that mean way more to me than winning and losing, you know, but living a better life, you know, maximizing your potential, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, all those things are important. So look, I mean, not everyone was going to want to play. I got a lot of teammates who wouldn't want to play 10 years in the NFL, you know, mind you, 23. But in order to do 23, I've had to make a lot of uh, you know, a lot of choices that resulted in were in advance of that pursuit. And I think other people want that. Other people want to maximize their potential too. Whether I don't care if you're a banker, I don't care if you're, you know, a, you work in construction. I mean, you want to you want to be great at what you do. And if you do that, and if you make the right choices, you got the opportunity to do it. The problem is there's so much misinformation and bad information. I still hear it today. All the advice that these people get, I'm like, it's so archaic. And we have yet to move the needle on, you know, on what recovery really is. And I've tried to educate people that over the last 10 years, really. And yeah, some people are doing it and other people are not consistently disciplined enough to do it. But if you do make the commitment, it pays off. What's better than an active life and playing with your grandkids? And, you know, that's what I want to do when I'm older. I want to surf. I want to ski. I want to golf. I want to travel. I want to hike. I want to have a great active life. And that's what, um, you know, that's what I want to do. So that's what I want to do with my kids. That's what I do with my grandkids. I was out there playing Friday night basketball with my son, Jack, before, you know, our game on Sunday. And that's just, it's fun for me. It's, it's more rewarding for me than it is for Jack, you know, but that's what I want to do. In order to do that, you know, I got to make some choices and they're not hard choices. They're just consistently, you know, the, the right choice. You mentioned something there about being great. Have you found that most people want to be great or do you think that most people accept being average and normal? I don't. I think most people only want to be pushed to the the edge of their comfort zone, and I think that's where they're comfortable being. Because when you're inside your comfort zone, you know nothing really bothers you or stresses you. When you're outside of your comfort zone, there's great opportunity for growth because you don't know what those limits are. So if you always are setting limits on yourself, then you restrict yourself. If you are without limits, you're limitless. You have great possibilities. And I think the one thing you realize in life is you don't know anything. You really, you know, so little, what you don't know is so much greater than what you do know. And that having humility allows you to grow in ways that you never could imagine because you're not putting limits or restrictions on your thought, whether that's an experience. I mean, who, no one thought I could play to 45 and that's not what this is about. I'm not trying to bring this back to me, but I thought I could. And there was a part of me, I don't know how I was going to do it, but that's what I set my mind to. I told that to Jack the other night. I literally wrote him that text, you know, set your goals high. 
And, you know, let's go out and try to reach for them. But don't set your goals low. You know, go set them high. And look, wherever you go, as long as you give your best effort, that's all that's going to matter in the end anyway. You know, so give your best effort. And, you know, you see what you see what you can make of your life. And it's be, you know, there's always that saying, you know, you, and, you know, you'll look back one day in your life and you'll realize it's not, you know, what you chose not to do versus what you chose to do. You know, when you push yourself to the limits, you learn a lot about yourself. And I think that's a rewarding part about life. And I'm so excited as I move forward into other parts of my life. So I am, you know, midlife, not to joke about the purple Lamborghini, but I am midlife and I'm dealing that with everyone else. And um, and I still feel like I got a lot of great things ahead. We're going to talk about the goals you set in your New Year's resolutions. Our program is brought to you by Brady Brand. Check it out at BradyBrand.com, including the new Brady Pant. Go to BradyBrand.com to get comfortable right now. Look good and feel even better. Brady Brand, let's go. All right, before we get to your goals and resolutions, who won that basketball game? You or Jack? I missed a lot of shots. You missed a layup? I missed a layup. I've been missing a lot of layups lately. <laughs> but I he's gonna beat me one day, fair and square. And after that, I'm never going back. So I gotta try to rack up as many wins as I can now. So we actually wasn't competitive. We were just playing. I was just guarding him and passing to him. So we do have a few one-on-ones planned, and we have in the past, but he's he's getting up with me there pretty soon. It's a big boy, isn't he? Six foot one and 15 years old. He's starting to wear my shoes. He went into my closet the other night because he was going out with his uh, cousins. He's like, Dad, can I see what's in your closet to wear? And I was like, oh, shit. He's going to go start wearing my clothes. And I did that with my dad, too. So is it, and maybe that's a little bit of a, a, a young man's rite of passage. Go to dad's closet and start using his stuff. It'll be really when he starts using my purple Lamborghini, then I'll be like, I got to put the brakes on that. <laughs> Get him his own. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first car was a Dodge Dart. Cost $500. Didn't start when it was less than 50 degrees out. So um, he's going to get some clunker like that. Mine was a Toyota Corolla. Ooh. A mustard Toyota Corolla. <laughs> How many and miles? I was envious of my brothers. My brothers were much older. My brothers had a green Volkswagen, the green bug. And I always wanted a green bug, but ended up with the mustard Toyota Corolla. <laughs> New Year's resolutions, Tommy. Oh, um, God. You're setting goals still. Uh, you have any you care to share? Uh, you know, those are a little bit personal. Um, I mean, definitely I'm looking to, you know, uh, you know, it, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of very personal ones, obviously. So I, I have like given up sacks this year. So I, I'm tired of getting sacked. Like I said, I'm tired of throwing interceptions. Want to give those up for at least January and hopefully into February. So um, I'm going to stretch a little less. I've been pretty pliable to this point. <laughs> it's a safe few minutes a day there. Um, so I'm going. I'm not going to break as many tablets. That's pretty obvious. Um, Good resolution. Yeah, and I'm just going to stay physically fit, mentally sharp. You going to try any carbs this year? <laughs> That's cruel. <laughs> No, I'm not. Just because you said it. That's a challenge. <laughs> I think you should finally learn what all the hype's about. That's right. Some pizza, some burgers. That's That was my childhood. That's why I was a seventh-round pick, a sixth-round pick. Tommy, happy new year. Terrific episode. Lots of wisdom, lots of fun. Wish you and your family the best, and we will talk to you next Monday night after that um, 
Very meaningful game. Thank Very you. meaningful game. Thank you. In Atlanta. Thanks for giving it the respect it deserves, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. We love you guys. And until next time, we out. That's Tom Brady. He's our expert, and every athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go, presented by Hertz. We wish you all a very happy new year and extend our thanks to our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, and our production assistant, Harris Fabishoff. We're grateful to our sponsors. Wish them a happy new year. Thank you for supporting us. Hertz, American Express, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Morton's. The Let's Go podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next Monday night right here on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.